Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's Raising the Vibration on the live Paranormal Radio Network at iHeartRadio.com. We're also at Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podomatic, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, iVox, and the list goes on and on. It's, it's so many to memorize, but I've memorized that many. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 28-year talk radio host in Los Angeles and beyond. I'm a creative and performing artist, and I come to you live from my home every week at 3 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, you can find me at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com, the show at RaisingTheVibrationRadio.com, and of course, this show is an outreach of a nonprofit movement of peace and love and kindness and unity that I founded in 2016 to carry on my mom's teachings after her passing, uh, both spiritual and humane, and it's about give back and passion and service and what are you doing to make the world a better place? And the nonprofits at RaisingTheVibration.org, every week I gather folks from all of my worlds, my entertainment world, my spiritual world, my paranormal world, my world of nonprofit and give back, and we talk about what are you doing to ascend, to evolve, to inspire others, and to just throw a lot of love into the world. In essence, I love that expression, doing great, send the elevator down and bring up 100 people. What are you doing to make the world a better place? Uh, my guest uh, today, one has been on one of my shows before, uh, but not this one. One is completely new to me. They are the creators and owners of the brand new Intuitive Network, which you can find pretty much on every streaming service there is. Uh, please welcome Adam Rivera back into my radio periphery and Michael Sequela for the very first time. It's wonderful to have you both here. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the show, and let's talk about making the world a better place. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think that one of the ways as artists and content creators that we can make the world a better place is just with that, right? Provide content for people. People need art and um, education in the form of media and art for spiritual uplift. They need it for emotional healing, they need it for educational purposes, sometimes just as a relief from the stressors of their daily life. I mean, nothing says giving back like creating content. Is that kind of how you feel, Michael? Absolutely. I love creating content for all walks of life. Well, how did you how did you get in this crazy world? Like where what was what when and what makes you keep coming back? Are you talking to me or to Adam? Michael, to you. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> how I started was I was really into baseball. Probably could have had a great baseball career. I left New York to play baseball at Arizona State University and got involved in theater while I was really young in theater. And I met a lady who was working wardrobe who got a job on a film in Arizona, an old Western, and I got in on it. And I fell in love, and everybody says, you got to move to L.A. to be an actor. So kind of like, and when I was even younger then, I did stand-up comedy when I was 15, 16, 17. All the kids would go on spring break, and I would play the comedy clubs. Hey, how you doing? I'm a comedian. <clears throat> so I had, the bug since I, was, I had the bug since I was a little kid. I did, and then I met Burt Reynolds when I was 15 and a half, and he was signing autographs. And I got to ask him how to be somebody. I want to be like you. And he goes, what? You don't want my autograph? I said, no, I want to be an actor. He goes, you got to reach for the stars. So I'm looking up daylight for stars, and I couldn't see any stars because I'm a stupid kid, right? And then he says, no, you got to harness a feeling. And I'm like, harness? Isn't that something you put around a horse? <laughs> so we finally came. I was getting my, I had my learner's permit to get my driver's license, and I was the feeling I harnessed. And I never gave up, and I've been in my whole life since I was a kid. Till now, I still do entertainment. 
whether it's live, canned, filmed, on singing. I love it. I do it all. That's awesome. That's awesome that it said you haven't allowed the business part of the business, as happens to a lot of people, right, deter you from the beauty of making the art and creating the content. You are correct. You got the beauty or the art, whatever you want to call it, the vision. You have to be true. You got to be able to be. That's why independent stuff, because we can do pretty much what we want. We don't have anybody telling us, no, you got to cut that scene. No, you can't do it that way. No, forget that song. Pull it out of your show. So as, you know, an independent producer, director, actor, writer, I have a lot of freedom to create that and get the art out the way it should be, the way it should be told. So I love the business. That's beautiful. I love that. Adam, how about you? Why why are you still here in this business? What What still inspires you to be here? Well, you know, going back to my roots, when I was a child living in the city of Chicago, I was able to see activities of, you know, film producing studios coming out to Chicago to film movies like Next of Kin with Patrick Swayze or um, The Untouchables with Kevin Costner and Robert De Niro. And I was able to sit there and, and watch and observe as they were putting a film together from scratch. So my first opportunity was working on the set of Backdraft, which was a Ron Howard uh, film directed by Ron Howard with uh, Kurt Russell and William Baldwin and a, and a very large star-casted uh, crew. And it gave me the chance to really understand what it took to make a movie. The whole behind the scenes, the, the hands-on uh, exposure was really exciting to me. And I felt, well, you know what? I'm a young kid, but I know exactly what I want to do for a career. And here I am, 36 years later, doing what we love to do best. is like Michael said, create content, provide new memories, and to keep moving forward. That's beautiful. That's so awesome. Yeah, and that's the nice thing, right? It's that it's such an open field of there's no limits, right, to what you can create. There's no limits to what you can create a story about. You can move effortlessly between narrative and documentary if you want. Like, there's just no bounds with art. If you see something that inspires you, and in that you see a story, then you can make that story and share it with other people. And it's uh, – that's the beautiful thing, whereas I think a lot of people, their work, right, their quote-unquote job, is they pretty much do the same thing every day. And when you create content, you can, you know, be all over the world. You can be all, all in different people's stories. Things can be in different languages. I mean, there's, it's just boundless, right, the adventure that you can take. And I always say this growing up as an actor and also as having directed and produced and created things, even the spiritual work that I do, every time – you encounter a story, it changes you. I mean, every time you help a person, every time you make creative content for people, it, it changes them, but it also changes you, right? Everything you experience makes you a different person, a better person. Absolutely, hopefully, I agree. Hopefully. Ho- hopefully a better person. So, Adam, tell me a little bit about this new network and why you started it and how you met Michael and, and what – what the, what sort of what you're hoping to how you're hoping to help the world through it? Well, I got to give the credit to Michael first and foremost. You know, with his seasoning uh, in the industry for forty plus years, forty five years uh, plus, he uh, came up with an idea. I of course work with my graphic works to create his his dream and vision, and we just collaborated together really smoothly to put this platform together for people to have that same experience like they did back in the 70s and 80s when you can watch TV without a price tag on it. Uh, You know, yeah, you have to go ahead and go through commercials for their commercial breaks for a 30-minute sitcom or an hour, you know, uh, television episodic, but now we're bringing that back. We're being able to give people different types of stories, uh, entertainment, without them having to be interrupted and without them having to come out of their pocketbook to go ahead and pay for it. Uh, There's a lot of networks out there right now that are charging a monthly subscription, 
when you come on to Intuitive, there's not one single cent that you have to come out of pocket for. And you get to watch unlimited amounts of entertainment, movies, TV shows, shorts, docuseries, music videos for free. And I think that's the way it should be. So, Michael, if you'd like to go ahead and add to that, I, I'll give you the floor. There's nothing to add. You covered it. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's wonderful. I think it's beautiful, and I think it's uh, – but people are probably listening, and they're thinking, but how can you do that? How can you bring content to people and not make people pay a monthly service? So, Michael, what's the answer to that? I tell them to get a job at McDonald's flipping burgers. I'm just kidding. How <clears throat> can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. No, not at all. People are probably wondering how you can provide content to people and not have to make them pay a monthly service, like Adam just said. Service well, you need to you need to have connections in Hollywood. Right? You've got to be able to get acquired projects, films. Everything that we put up there doesn't come free, and you need to know somebody. You've got to work with distributors, producers, directors, all right? And if you don't have content, no one's going to go to your network. So before you build a streaming network, you need to be able to have contacts to be able to put up product for them to watch and see. And as far as them watching for free, you have to attach national and regional advertisers such as big beer companies, alcohol companies, car companies, insurance companies, and you put the commercials in front of a film, we don't, we don't intercut the movie like Tubi and a bunch of other ones. So once you start the movie, you see two or three commercials, that's it. Then you get to watch the film at your rate. You can pause it, go eat something, come back, and you can watch straight through, but you won't be interrupted with commercials. And like Adam said earlier, you don't have to worry about paying for subscriptions. So we've got some great movies. We've got Academy Award-winning actors, action stars like Steven Seagal. We've got Ben Kingsley. I mean, we got, and we're acquiring and creating new and original content that we're promoting on other networks and other social media to drive those people, the public, to come to our network to watch stuff for free. And as we grow, we'll acquire more content through the producers I know and distributors I know and Adam knows. And without those connections, you really can't have a good streaming network. Because when you look at some of the smaller streaming companies, they don't have a lot of stuff. They got a lot of homemade stuff, a lot of YouTube stuff. They got some car crashes or dogs and cats barking and, you know, whatever movie they got, something they made, and you can't even watch it. It's so bad. But I, Because I've been in the business right. so long, I know everybody. Not everybody, but I can make phone calls. I go to the film markets. I talk to distributors, producers. I go to all the different booths. They go, hey, look, I need some product. You make a deal. They get paid from advertisers, and we get their product. And you, the public, get to watch incredible shows. That's wonderful. That's great. And it, it is really about, I mean, who you know, right? It's such an old, it's such a, that's such an old expression, but it does ring true. But it's really also about, like, who you've made a good connection with, like how have you treated people? Who have you been good to? Uh, there's a history in this business with people that have been in it for a long time. And, you know, you don't succeed in it by treating everybody like crap. Like you, you make good connections with people. People know you're trustworthy. They want to work with you. That's a lot of why people work. Yes, talent is great, but, you know, working in the music business for 25 years, I saw a lot of musicians that were – fantastically talented that went nowhere because they didn't want to network and they didn't care about being nice to people. And in the end they were playing a, a set at one o'clock in the morning and no one was there with the sound man. You know, it's really also about what kind of tribe are you creating, right? This business is incredibly tribal. It is. You know, you know they, the old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know, but that's what yeah. they used to say now. What you know and who you know. You do have to have the talent, but you've got to have drive, you've got to have guts, and you need to know people. That's the only way you're going to get through. And that's like, I remember when I was a kid, ah, Michael, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You could be like Robert De Niro, but no, if you don't know and if you're not pushy, you're never going to get anywhere. So if you put the two together, then you got something. Yes, I completely agree, 100%. Yeah, that's so true. And it feels good, right? I mean, it feels good to have built 
relationships with people that then five, 10, 20 years later, you're still working together and you're putting their content on your channel or they're doing something to promote what you're doing. And, you know, no man is an island, right? We're not, we're not supposed to be in this by ourselves. We're, we're in this to like work together. And that's the beautiful thing about the entertainment business is that nobody can do it all by themselves. Everybody has to be working with someone uh, or a lot of people. I mean, growing up as an actor, right, in the theater, it's an ensemble project. You can't do the play by yourself. Everybody else and all the crew and everybody makes it happen. Uh, the play's the thing. And I think that's the same thing with, with everything, especially what you're doing, right? I mean, it's, it's Michael, it's your channel. Adam, it's your channel. But also it's everybody who's created any content that's on it, it's a little bit of the energy of their, right? Because everybody puts in together to make the beautiful thing that benefits everybody. If somebody comes to watch one show, they're going to stay and watch something else. So we're kind of all in this together, and, and I think you have to have that attitude. I agree. I agree absolutely. Adam? Yes, absolutely. I do agree. Is this a first-time adventure for both of you as far as having um, a streaming channel, Adam? Uh, this is the first streaming um uh, project that I've ever been involved with. And of course, again, I have to give a lot of credit to Michael based on the seasoning and years of experience that he's had that really helped open my eyes and shed some light on a lot of uh, categoric uh, pieces that we need to have to create this equation to make it, you know, a solid piece. So this is the first and I'm very excited to share it with the world. I know Michael feels the same way, and uh, all we want to do is keep on going and keep providing more original content, more quality content for people to enjoy from years to come. Adam, when did you launch the channel? <clears throat> this was back in September of 2022. We didn't do an official launch just yet, which we would love to do uh, in uh, two months. Uh, as of right now, with us just doing word of mouth, social media, you know, friends of ours sharing it with their, you know, circles of friends, we right now have over 700,000 subscriptions. And wow. that's pretty good, especially when we haven't done an official launch yet. So all we could see is the numbers growing uh, once we do. That's amazing. The channel looks beautiful. It's downloaded on my Roku, so I have it, and I'm. Uh, it's it looks wonderful. I can't even imagine the undertaking or even knowing how to do it. Michael, is this your first time involved with something like that? No, ma'am. I uh, started a streaming network back in 2005 or six when it was first coming out, wow. and it took forever. I got really frustrated. We tried doing it. Hollywood was doing it. Um, Netflix was starting and I got together with a couple of guys and we tried it. It was just so hard uploading films and watching and waiting for them and spinning around waiting and waiting and then they go a little bit and I gave up on it. And then again in 2017 or 18, I tried doing a YouTube channel, which I have, I have a, I have my own channels on YouTube and I play a lot of stuff, but I just couldn't get anything happening. And I have a friend of mine that i know for a long time busted my chops. Come on, man. You can do it. You're tenacious. You can sell. You know the business. You can acquire product. You got to get a streaming before it's too late. You become a multi-billionaire. And I said, no, I don't want to do it. I'm too old. I don't want to do it. And I did it. Finally, I called up Adam and said, Adam, let's go. We're going to rock and roll. We're going to do this. And I did it. Spent thousands. And now we're up. And it's beautiful. We're a mini, you know, we're a mini Roku. We're, I mean, a, uh, a Hulu, a Voodoo, a mini Prime, a mini Netflix, but we're growing. I expect to be over 2 million subscribers by the end of the year. And we'll have major, major sponsors coming in, car dealerships, booze companies. And then we'll be big. And in three or four years, we'll have a lot of original content, just like Netflix. And, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's my third attempt, and this time it's working. It's so wonderful. What is the difference? I mean, I'm sure this could fill an hour on its own, Michael, but what's the difference in doing it in 2022 in 2005? Technology. 
Um, yeah. But everything, there's just uploading, downloading. Just, they were there. There were a few companies out there trying to get you to start streaming. I remember I used to get emails to start my streaming company or a streaming company or to download their company. And it was just like, it was frustrating. Now it's lightning fast. So let's say you got a film. Hey, Michael, I want my film on your network. <clears throat> and I would say, okay, what do you got? I got a PG-13 comedy with so-and-so. So I make a deal with you on a percentage basis based on advertising dollars. And I can take that film. You send it to me in a certain form. I upload it. It takes an hour, half an hour, two, three hours. And then I put the artwork together. I put together the, the description and the, and the title, and I can have it up. So I can get your film now. Let's see, it's almost 2 o'clock. I can have it running on the network by 5. Back in 2005, it would take a couple of days to get one film up. That's the difference. Right. Sorry to give you the detail, but I wanted to explain it so that the layman's can understand what I'm talking about. Um, people, people themselves have more knowledge of technology. Yes, absolutely. You know, pe- people themselves understand um, technology, um, how to actually do things. Like, when I was doing internet radio in the beginning, I was on a, a streaming channel at the same time I was on an FM channel. And it was very hard for people to understand how to find the streaming. Well, where do I find it? How do I do it? I mean, now people just know, right? You just accept streaming. You know how to find the channel. I mean, Adam told me about Intuitive. Within five minutes, I was on Roku. I found it, and it was done. Um there was a time where you had to give people pretty detailed instructions for how to find things. And um, so I think now it's easy because it's not only the technology on a scientific level, but it's also the way that people have learned technology inside of their brains, that people now know how to find things. Uh, it probably has a lot to do with your hundreds of thousands of subscribers right now is that people now know you tell somebody something and it's not like, but what is it? How do I do it? What? No, I can't figure that out. They just immediately go and do it. And that's, that I think is wonderful, um, how we are constantly evolving with what our brains can handle technologically. It's, it's smartphones. It's smart TVs. That helped us a lot. It's so simple that, a, you know, a 10th grader, a 7th grader, a 3rd grader can download now. I mean, that they do it all day long. Yeah. Look, you imagine 19, yeah. in 2005, 2003, 2004, how long did it take to download one picture to your phone? One line time, cheek, 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 and that would come in. Now you're downloading movies. You're saving them on your phone, on your tablets, and you're going on airplanes and you're watching movies. In the old days, it took forever. You'd have to play DVDs on airplanes. Now, wow, it's amazing. So that's why it's working, and that is why it's simple. It's, and you're right, and we're only going, we're only growing. Technology is just like, who knows where we're going next. Maybe you yeah. can watch yeah. it in your, plug something in the back you of your head. You don't even need it. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, yes. In, in 2005, you had to be home with a decent Internet connection, a wired connection, to be able to watch something on your laptop. But now yeah. you can, you know, sit in the MV and watch one of your movies. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's, it's fantastic. And it's fantastic for people who just like to ingest a lot of art. There are people who like to just binge content constantly. And now it's at their fingertips and easy to find. And a lot of people, I love that meme during COVID that said, I finished Netflix, now what? You know, a lot of people um, have more of an appetite than what the apps they already have are offering, and they're constantly looking for new places to find more projects. And um, the time, right, to create channels. And I, I think that's fascinating. Is it, um, is it at all difficult to people on board with the idea of a streaming network that's new, Adam? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes difficult for certain individuals to wrap their head around it because it does sound very uh, out there. It's, it's not something, you know, back in the 70s and 80s when somebody said, oh, yeah, hey, I'm going to put together my own television uh, network. 
it sounded really like, how are you going to do that? And like Michael said, with, you know, the technology that we have today, it's so easy. There's still a lot of people out there that it's difficult for them to wrap their heads around, you know, uh, to, to understand how simple and easy and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of hard work involved. And what I mean by simple and easy is for us, because we're familiar with it. We've been around the block more than once. Um, and uh, to be in that position, you know, it's it's truly uh, an amazing feeling. But it's sometimes also difficult to really go in depth with the explanation to certain people because they still can't understand it. And I think that's a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing is that, okay, we still have our people out there that are going to enjoy uh, uh, an hour and a half film, but eventually they're going to understand all the manpower and blood, sweat, and tears that, you know, 300 individuals had to come together on just to create that 90 minutes of enjoyment that you're spending cuddling with your wife or your husband or your best friend, you know, on a Friday night with a couple buddies. You know, there's there's so much extensive work involved, and a lot of people still till this day do not know the extensivity of of how much is involved and how many people are involved. And that's one thing that I that I talked to Michael about on some com- uh, numerous conversations, where you know I would love to go ahead and shed light on those 300 names you see in the credits at the end of each film. You know, nobody really gets to see a face, but you know they're getting the credit with their name being out there, but just to go ahead and show the world, look, it took 14 hours to create this 30 seconds that you enjoyed in this one film. You know, it took uh, 85 people in total just to create those 30 seconds and, you know, just so much work involved. And uh, eventually at one point we we are going to go ahead and, and help, shed some light on those individuals to be recognized more and more each day. That's awesome. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, I can imagine that there are people everywhere helping to make this thing move along, right? It takes a village, and this is this is like your child that you're raising. It's the streaming service, and it, um, it's, it's not anything any one person does alone, right? Not to mention the content and all the people that are part of each – each bit of content that's on the streaming network, right? I mean, that's, that's a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of souls involved. Yes. Do you know um, how many projects, how many films and television shows you have on the network right now? Yes. Michael, go ahead. I've got the something podcast. Actually, I can tell you in a matter of seconds. I can give you the exact awesome. number. Awesome. You can tell I'm a number, Michael. I just like numbers. You're a number. I like numbers too, Matt. My numbers that pertain to money. Sure. But if you just like give me a second, I'm working. I'm actually going to go to my. I can tell you right now in a matter of seconds. Say something, Adam. Say something while I'm looking it up. Yes. So uh, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers are also growing. Like I said, we're we're also capturing uh, individuals that we don't even know on social media platforms that are actually sharing. You know, it's like it's like wildfire. Uh, One person finds out about something and they're so excited about it and they start sharing with everybody else. And uh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. She wants she wants numbers for how many shows we got, not people, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm wondering how much content's there. Absolutely, people fascinates me okay. too. So, but I think you can talk uh, about how many subscribers. Project. We have four. We have four original contents. We're in the middle of producing, 24 films. We got four horror films. We got 22 TV shows. We got 51 podcasts, the Monty and the Farrell show. We got ABC Lori coming on from LA. Who used to be with ABC? She's married to William Lajeunesse, a big course, big uh, anchor, not anchor, but a big field reporter for Fox National News. She does a little health show every morning. She's going to be coming live from LA. 
we'll have her on five days a week, so it'll be 20 more shows a month. Short films, I have 22. I got three foreign films. We've got three documentaries right now. Music videos, we got over 20. Trailers, we got 20. So that's what's coming wow. soon. We got uh, five coming soon trailers, and we got one erotic thriller, late night thriller, with Coco Austin, which wow. is related married to Ice T. Wow, that's fantastic. Now tell me about the projects, Michael, that you're producing, your own projects that that are going to be on the network. Well, Adam and I got both. I'm uh, working on two series, Conversations with a Mobster, another one called Made Man. Made Man is a prequel, but now it's going to be the spinoff from the movie Al Coyote that did a million two at the box office and also did over a million paid view streaming, which is on our network. It's called Al Coyote. But we're going to do the same character, fish out of water, breaking bad guy, takes on the cartel. And uh, I want to do a movie called Alien Cigars. And Adam's got – tell her what you got, Adam. I am uh, currently in the pre-production status um, and finalizing the script on a movie called A Mother's Christmas with uh, the beautiful Kathy Garver, which is from the television series A Family Affair back in 1966. Sure. And uh, what, I, yeah, what I wanted to do is I wanted to collaborate the yesteryear actors from different types of shows and bring them all in together on one project. Uh, to share on this story. And uh, the one thing that I love about this the most is everyone's working so beautifully together. Everyone's, you know, uh, sharing their their pieces, and it's all coming together. Uh, we do have a few other names that we can't necessarily mention uh, as of right now, but um, we're looking to go ahead and shoot in Chicago, Actually, in the state of Illinois, we're going to be outside of the suburbs of Chicago and hopefully have it ready for a release the Wednesday before Thanksgiving of this year and have streaming available the week of Christmas. So another thing, too, is the title of the film is A Mother's Christmas, which will actually be the first of its kind in Hollywood history to ever have that title. So there's a lot of films out there. There's a Christmas holiday. There's the Christmas dog or uh, uh, Christmas with uh, the kids. There's at least a good, you know, multiple, multiple films that are out there right now, but not one producer out there has ever came up with the title A Mother's Christmas. And I think based I on what that. we've gone through in the last three years, I think the one person that everyone can relate to uh, as far as nurturing and, and going to for support uh, is their mother. And I think that's a strong, you know, strong piece that would really help us uh, and, and share this true story, uh, not true story, but this, uh, this film with the world to give them that pleasant holiday vibe and, and bring back the happiness, you know, after all of the, uh, the havoc that we've gone through in the last three years. Did you two start putting this together during COVID, Michael? This this network? No. Yeah. Um, we started working on it late summer, and obviously we, we launched the soft launch in September. Got a bunch of wow, got advertisers for Pardon me? I said you guys put it together fast. Yeah. I got the idea because of COVID, because I became a binge watcher. I couldn't stop watching Lost in Space, The Flash, Star Trek. I mean, I went crazy on all these shows. Um, and I thought, God, I got to start doing that. You know, my father used That's to say, awesome. you know, kid, you got to have something to fall back on. You know, you should have been like yeah. your brothers. You should have got a degree. You should have been a freaking, you know, this guy or that guy. You should have been a doctor, a bone specialist, a pilot. But no, you want to be an actor. So now I have something to fall back on. This, this is the venue. And <laughs> that right. But my and dad's turning in his grave right now, clapping. He's clapping in his, in his, right. in his casket saying, yeah, he finally did something. <laughs> awesome. And now you can act in your own project. You can create your own stuff to act in if you want. Absolutely. And direct. I love directing. 
That's you know, awesome. I'll tell you a little story, uh, Sheena, that the yeah. day Michael came up with this idea, I was actually on location in Florida, and, you know, him and I really put our brains together, uh, said, hey, this is a really cool idea. Before we knew it, by the end of this, you know, that afternoon, we had the name uh, that we both agreed on, and within three hours, I developed a animated logo for the Intuitive Network, and we were on like uh, we were off like a bullet. I mean, I can't believe how quickly it, it it worked out. But you know, again, starting from that one day in September, you know, we're talking 14, 15, 16 hours of him and I going back and forth on the phone, saying, "What about this? What about that? What do we do about this? Let's put this on. Let's put that on." And uh, here we are. You know, I really awesome. wanted to call. Very... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Michael. I said I love that it's called intuitive. It's like it's right up my alley. I love it so much. Now I wanted to call it Curry Chicken Network, but Adam said no, that won't work. I love Curry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, I think we're living in a time where. We're all using our intuition, right? Everything is becoming very, um, very. We're becoming more and more esoteric as a people, I think. So I think it's completely perfect. What curry? Curry. Imagine if we had smell vision. You turn your teeth and you smell free. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Everybody's getting way more into chicken curry than they ever were. So it's it's a perfect time to call everything curry. (laughs) <laughs> Hurry well, in a hurry. That's exactly right. Yeah, I think little, you missed out. We gotta have a little humor once in a while. I think that. I think that Is was there a delay? Perfect. Are you hearing a delay? delay. Yeah, it takes you a while. Oh well. Yeah. Well, welcome to the world of doing things on, on the web, right? I mean, it, it happens. It's a it's a thing. We're all we're all in different parts of the world, so sometimes that just happens. Yeah. Um, I'm in Istanbul, Adam, Turkey what about right now. Are you? Are you? Do you and Michael share the duties of content creating? Are you? Do you bring projects and he brings projects and then you find people with projects? Is that how it works? Well, he's the directing manager and I'm the director of content, new content, uh, content in general. So we always kind of flow uh, side by side with each other as far as, you know, what if we, if we have a list of content to go ahead and start adding to the network, we, of course, look through it diligently, you know, as a team saying, hey, what about this film? Okay, why don't you pick, you know, 10 films? I'll pick 10 films. Let's see, you know, which ones you chose. And sometimes we cross-pollinate. Sometimes we ended up picking the same exact film. So... We, we work together, we work great together as a team. Um, we always understand uh, one another and where we both come from. So uh, as far as uh, content, we both take the, uh, the hat for that as far as making sure that we know the content that we're going to be providing on our network is going to be appeased, you know, for the audience, wherever you may be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And and how are are you, uh, Adam? Also producing, directing. Yes, I actually have a few others on top of a Mother's Christmas. Um, I do have a <clears throat> crime uh, crime film titled Betrayal with uh, Dominic Mancino, which is also uh, one of our actors in the Conversations with a Mobster. But um, okay. the film will also include uh, actors Mel Novak and Ken Davidian. Uh, we have Laura okay. Fuino. And um, that's actually a work in progress that I've been really putting a lot of uh, attention into that once we come out, you know, um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a heavy impact. I'll say that much. We'll be coming out of left field with, uh, when everybody watches it. That's wonderful. That's that's just wonderful. Yeah. How exciting. Um, uh, are you directing or producing or both? I actually wrote the original story, and then I took it upon myself because I was so 
so busy with, with so many other um, activities that I decided to bring on another writer to help out with the, with the completion. And um, so I wrote it, the original concept, the original storyline. I will be directing this one as well. I felt that, you know, why not be the one directing everybody if I was the one that created the whole entire story. So the vision that I have from day one is the vision I want to portray once it's uh, completed. Michael also is involved in that film as well. That's great. Yeah. Michael? I'm here. I said as an actor. Oh, I've got a comment on what Adam just said. Yeah, Michael's also involved in this project as an actor. So what I love doing, you know, just like I said before, is to go ahead and collaborate actors from different either movies or different series and just put them all together under one roof and, and make some magic. It's all about making movie magic. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Can you talk, Adam, about any of the actors that you're working with? I know you said Kathy Garver. Yes, Kathy Garver, um, Ken Davidian, um, Dominic Mancino, as I mentioned before. Uh, we do right. have yeah. other other names out there that I can't necessarily express right now because everything's in negotiations for certain names and, sure. and people. But uh, all I have to say is when we collaborate this all together, everyone's going to be impressed. It's all about providing... I- quality content to make people excited to keep coming back for more. I, I think that's absolutely as it should be. And I think that's so wonderful. And uh, uh, that's, that's great. Is there anything you can talk about uh, that you haven't that's coming up new projects or do you, is there a special time or way that you release new things on the network or is it just things are getting uploaded there all the time? Michael, you want to go ahead and take that one? Yes, I upload all the time. We're looking for actors, <laughs> and uh, I'm looking for actors in Eskimo, and I want to go to Antarctica to find new talent. I'm kidding. So I'm acquiring. I just uploaded the new episode of Monty and Affair, which I was on last night. I did a big interview with them. I just acquired a project called the Biker Movie, and that's about all the biker rallies around the country. It took them several years to film. It's four hours. I'm going to make it like a mini series. I'm uploading that right now. I just uploaded a new horror film a few days ago, so I'm constantly uploading content. As far as new content, we've got a mini slate of projects that we're in pre-production on, development on. And as far as talent, we got John Capodici, who's an Ace Ventura pet detective. He's the guy who stepped on the bug and said, Homicide Ventura. Yeah, Bobby <laughs> Costanzo. Now, Bobby, Bobby was in Die Hard 2. He was the police officer that took uh, Bruce Willis all over. He was in Total Recall, Goonies. He's been around. Uh, we're in, the, in negotiating with Armand Asante. I could say his name, but, you know, he hasn't been committed. But Armand was going to be in my movie, El Coyote, but we didn't use him now. We've got, we want him in conversations with a mobster. And real gay folks like like John Gotti, John Gotti Jr., Bobby Kabit Bellavia with the Chicago crew. There's a bunch of great Italian mobster guys I'm trying to get on the series. As far as me, I mean, I work with a lot of big stars, big names. If you look at my IMDb, you'll see I work with a lot of them. And, of course, our films. You know, we want our wish list, whoever we want in our original content. We go after. If we don't get them, we don't get them, but at least we try. You know, I'm trying yeah. to... You know, you, you go, you shoot for the top, you try to do labor of love, you try to get them to fall in love with the script. You always try to find a back door into something or somebody, a back door to a director or producer. And if you really want a big name, you can't go through the agencies these days from there. They'll rape you, they'll charge you a million. So you can find somebody no. who knows somebody who knows somebody. You know the old saying, you know, I know a guy that knows a guy. Well, that's true. Because if you yeah. get... If we can get to, I don't know, Robert De Niro or if, uh, Robert Downey Jr. or the guy that plays the Hulk or, you know, the Italian guy, uh, what's his face, Jeremy Renner just got healthy again. I mean, to get to those guys, you got to go to CAA and it costs a fortune. But we know people that know people, especially Adam knows a lot of people. And 
So you make phone calls. Hey, who do we know? I mean, I know a director who directed Angels in the Outfield, Harry and the Hendersons. If looks could kill, Satellite One and Three. I mean, big director, William Deere. I can use his name. We've worked together in the past. He's directed me a couple times. Now, William, I can get on the phone. I mean, he can pick up the phone and get Jennifer Connelly on the phone. Can you imagine Jennifer Connelly in one of my films? Not going to happen. But those are the people that you need to know to get our content made. Because, uh, like I said earlier in in this uh, interview, we're not a YouTube channel. We're not doing crap. We want to look like the real guys. We someday we want to be as big as Prime or Netflix or Hulu or Voodoo or whatever. So you have to have good content. We can't put up mom and pop stuff. We can't put up car crashes. I can't put up kitty cats sounding like a dog or a dog meowing like a cat. You know all those videos. Can't do that. That's not what it's about. Like you said when you started right. it, it's about entertaining, good yeah. content, whether it's music. Comedy, action, whatever people want, we got to put it out there. But you got to have a good look. You know, putting up crap, we're not going to make any money. We're not going to get advertisers. Eventually, we're going to lose really good films. And no actor is going to want to work for Intuitive Network if we're putting out crap. So hopefully that yeah. answered your question. I'm sorry I took the long boat to that's, China, but, you know. No, that's what, honey, it's, that's what it's for. It's for taking that lone road, absolutely. Yeah, and I agree no. with you 100%. It's a combination of, how you treat people, the kind of content you're getting, and, and what kind of technology you have to make it available so the average person who doesn't know anything about technology can find it and download it. That's why I went when Adam told me about it. I went to my Roku, and I'm like, okay, let's see how difficult this is. And boom, there it was, and it looked beautiful. And now I'm completely impressed. And I think that Thanks. you're doing a great job. Um, I admire what you both are doing. I think you're both wonderful. And I can't wait to interview you more, get involved, find out what's going on, learn about more new things and wonderful things you're doing, binge a ton of content. And um, I'm super proud of anybody that does a good thing. And I thank you for joining me here. Um, Where can people find out about the network? Where can they find you online uh, individually and together? And let's let people find a way to get to you now. Adam, go first. I can do the the other stuff. Go ahead, Michael. Take it all. Take it all. Okay, so Intuitive Network, we're on all the major platforms, Roco, Firestick, Prime. We're on Apple TV. We're on both Android and Apple phones and the, the stores. Uh, there's more, a couple more we're going to be coming out soon. Uh, it's easy to download. Like we said before, it's free. As far as emailing and contacting, it's intuitivenetwork at gmail.com. Again, it's intuitive at gmail.com, and you spell intuitive, I N. The number two, I T I V E. Again, it's I N the number two, I T I V E network at gmail.com. I'm not giving out my personal, but as far as watching and seeing the promotions that's caused the ruckus that's got us launched, we're on Facebook at Intuitive Network, and that's where we I run commercials and promotions. We had a couple hundred thousand views on the conversation. We're still getting a thousand hits every couple of days. And we haven't even promoted or advertised in a month. So, again, we're on Intuitive Network on Facebook and, and Instagram. And we're on, obviously, on all the networks, all the major platforms. Adam, if you want to put your information out, go ahead. Well, pretty much when you go ahead and reach us at the Intuitive Network at Gmail uh, content, you, of course, will be reaching either one of us. And... Uh, Pretty much, I can't really say anything more than what Michael said because he covered it all. So, uh, well, all we're doing is, uh, go ahead. Michael's good at covering it all. What'd she say? I didn't hear that. I said Michael is good at covering it all. Yeah. <laughs> so I got and I got Adam on a special assignment right now for the net for me. Now, I've been single way too long, so I got him trying to find me a, an ex movie star, female. Oh, that right. I can start dating. Okay. So we can no. The All reason right. why is it's going to help promote the network. So we can get we can get TMZ and Entertainment Tonight, all these people to say because I'm I was a troublemaker. I you know I was connected to the mob. I I got locked up for stock fraud. You know I'm back and I've made a lot of projects since then. But we want to do this angle, which would be a good interview for you. It's New York mobster dating ex claimant, ex Hollywood star. Can you imagine that? Some pictures nice. of us eating it with Dallas nice. and Beverly Hills. 
Yeah, nice. I like it. Okay, and sure, I'm in. Big piece of mental health launched a network big time. I just got to find somebody that. that's semi-famous. We, I, I don't know who All right, I want to go after Go ahead. Sorry. I'll look for you, too. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for you, too. Wait, do you know how to get to Eric Elianek? Elianek? Oh, I don't, but I'll keep an she, eye out. That's who you got your eye on? Yeah, well, she was in Baywatch. She did a bunch of movies with Steven Seagal. She got married. She was a playmate, big time, on the cover like seven times. She's 57. She looks great. She's divorced. She's single. Got to be somebody single. Can't be a married lady, you know? Right. Exactly. Right. There are limits, even for even for you know former mobsters. There there are limits. This is definitely not. This is non-sexual. It's a promotional move to get her back on track and to relaunch me and the network. It'll help whoever decides to do it with me. It's just dinner and some paparazzi and Getty images, taking pictures and getting it out there, TMZ interviews and whatever. And it'll relaunch that actress, especially if she needs a boost yeah. in her career. Yeah, that's nice. All right. I love it. I'll look for you. I'll come up with some ideas okay, for you. Thank you. You guys are wonderful. Thank you, very much. Thank you for being here. Let's do this again soon. And everybody go to your favorite uh, uh, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Prime, whatever it is that you use, and download Intuitive Network because it's awesome. And I can tell you it sits on my Roku right now. I'm staring at it on the menu for my Roku right now. Uh, thank you to uh, Michael Sequella and to Adam Rivera for being here. You guys are the best, and I can't wait to do this again soon. If you missed any of those links, I'm at cheetahmetalspiritual.com. That's where my entertainment life and my spiritual life kind of come together, cheetahmetalspiritual.com. And, of course, this show, RaisingTheVibrationRadio.com. My nonprofit is RaisingTheVibration.org. And, of course, Live Paranormal Network, LiveParanormal.com, iHeartRadio.com and all of our affiliates. Till I see you next time, seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, always work to raise your vibration and know that you are loved and you are loved. And I'll see you next time. Take care. It's Raising the Vibration.